like you ever felt. Are you listening? Yo, what up guys? Uh, Coach V here, Vince Castillo, coming to another long form episode of the VCast. I want to go ahead and first say thank you all for listening. Um, and if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is a personal, professional, physical, mental, and spiritual now uh, development and self-education podcast of a 20-year-old going through this process every day as he tries to just, you know, as I just go through my day and go through different situations in life. Um, it's really meant to help share the lessons that I learned from places and things that I go through and also just really get the message out of that you can be whoever the fuck you want to be. So this isn't for everybody. I want to go ahead and make that clear. I've just learned that this this podcast itself, this episode is going to be mostly about not appeasing others and the process that happens when you go through that. So... For those of you who've listened to the last podcast and who have watched my vlogs, there's a new episode up right now. It's a full day of training, but I did mention this in the quick five, this past quick five on trust. I recently just got out of a long-term relationship due to, so the, the story is not really the important part. I want everyone to just know the lessons of of who you really want to trust, and, and it's really just making sure you find someone who, if you're going to actually be in this romantic, intimate, exclusive relationship with... You really have to make sure that you guys are on the same page, and it's not anyone's fault. It's both of our faults. Um, it's not singular person's fault of how a relationship goes. It only it only takes one person to start a relationship, but it takes two to end. If it's mutual, if one person just goes and decides to just break up, break things off, then you know it, there's a there's a reason that that they did that. There's a reason on both parties' side that. Either usually you stop doing something that made the other person stop doing something. So it's just this constant taking away from each other. And then eventually there isn't a relationship left anymore because you've taken so much away from each other that there just isn't anything left. It could be also be one-sided. So if, if some person's overgiving while the other person isn't being uh, the appreciative partner, then obviously the person giving is going to feel unappreciated, unappreciated. And that's the thing that that the the uh, unappreciative partner is taken away. They're not giving them the appreciation that they need, which then will probably most likely and probably will cause the giving partner to stop giving so much. And then it becomes this fraying rope as each person kind of gets pulled apart and pulled apart. And they kind of get people to be on their quote unquote side, whether it be friends, family, or whoever. However, in the end, the situation and the relationship itself is always down to the two people who are involved because you you can always have other people's opinions and that's a lot of prop, a problem that I had for an extremely long time that just came from the insecurities of, of myself and just trying to to feel that sense of belonging that I've mentioned before that you'll just kind of go with go uh, quote unquote go with the flow or just not really express your personal opinion whether if something is either right or voice a very strong opinion or voice that you might have on a certain topic now going forward after leaving this so this is relating it back to my personal story you know going forward after leaving this relationship um i've learned a few things and a lot of i developed a lot as a person i mean over the span of the a year and a half i mean i know just personally um going from 18 to 20 was huge development but i also went through a lot um legal troubles like um you know 
drug use, that, that, that a lot of negative stuff that made you grow out of the beginning. But it was, it wasn't just me. Like people always want to make it sound like it's either one person's fault of a relationship or one person's fault of that. Oh, he made me angry or she made me feel bad. One, it's never up to another person how your future or how you will feel will actually come out. It comes more to the fact of are you actually self-aware and are you actually confident and strong enough to be able to, to voice your own opinion and have the control over your emotions? And that's one quote that I heard uh, earlier this week um, from uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, actually, who said, there's no room for emotion in the big leagues. And I, I really resonated with me after going through the things that I went through this past week. Um, and I actually just launched a new, uh, new campaign as far as with my agency, um, for, uh, one of my brands. And it's just, it's, I, I, there's just a lot of work to be done that really it, you have to decide what's important to you. Do you really want to get sucked into the, the drama and, and the emotional aspect that isn't going to get you where you want to go and isn't going to get you what you want? Or are, if, if you do need the help of having someone else actually come and, and be that voice, be that hand that helps pull you out. That's amazing because, you know, it's a lot of times, like right now, it's just me. I, I record this podcast. I edit it. Same with my YouTube videos. I, it's just me. But soon, um, there's going to be someone else who will help me out and, and we're a team. We, we're going for a common goal. And at that point, it's I can't say it's just me because it's it's not. I, I'm not saying that you can't have a helping hand, but at the end of the day, it's your choice if you want to grab it or not. Um, and that was something that I learned from this relationship was just, I was trying to throw a life raft to... Uh, this other person who, who was confused and trying to figure out who they are and what they want in life. When really, uh, I, I talked to a really good friend of mine. I actually wanted him to come on the podcast, but the, the, at the time of this recording, he's working on a few other things and he's just working like right now, actually. So um, he, I, he wasn't able to come on the podcast, which is why it's just me. I want to go ahead and actually uh, get a co-host. If you guys remember a couple episodes ago, I had a good friend, Kyle Tracy on, and I, had, I got a lot of positive feedback from that. So I was uh, going to see if he would come on again. I do want to go ahead and uh, get, develop a co-host, but anyways, I digress. So going forward, you you have to know that one, the opinions of others don't fucking matter. I can't tell you how many times, especially if it's a personal matter like a relationship or even in business, you should only be taking advice from people who you'd want to trade places with. If you are getting advice from someone who, if you would, you would not trade places with their life, then you probably shouldn't be taking their advice just for the fact that they're not. This is going to sound cold, but if they're not doing better than you, then what are they really offering when they give you advice? Like their opinion. And it's up to you to separate the noise from from like the truth and what can actually help you. But like for me, I realize a lot of times too, there's, you guys know the uh, rule of, of uh, oh, you're, you're who you hang around with the most or you're the average of the five people you most hang around with. If not, this is the first time you're hearing it. There is like a saying that goes through the average of the five people who you hang around with the most. And I realized that it doesn't have to be these physical people, like actual people who you're hanging around with physically all the time. Like for me, I realized a lot of it is, is just the ideas and what you're hearing and the information you're absorbing that will make you the quote unquote average of how, the five things. So let's say, for example, going back months when I was in this relationship, the top five people that I hung around with were probably my mom and dad, my ex, and like a couple of my ex's friends. And using the same rule that I now realize is how important it is, 
you're, I was the average. So I was the average of them. I was a little bit unfocused. However, I still had that same drive and I kind of lifted and I, I hope that I was a positive influence on the other people who I was hanging around with the most um, to have this drive and like try to do something and constantly be doing. But there's a point where at some point you have to stop doing and start being. When I say being, I mean, and this is a pretty abstract subject, especially coming from someone like me who likes to be grounded and as a realist in reality with a lot of cold facts. When, when you make a choice to be happy, they can go two ways, right? So let's say that if you're in a situation where you're surrounded by these five people and they've been your best friend since high school, but like you want to, you want to change. You start getting the sense of like, I don't want to do the same things that they're doing anymore. I don't want to just smoke weed and play video games. I want to do something. And if if they don't want to change with you, then it's time to, to elevate yourself from those friends. And I'm not saying you want to stop talking completely or block them out from your life. And I've, I've, made the mistake of doing that and it, it, it makes you feel more lonely because I mean this is the hard part especially when you're young and other listeners who are my age when you're trying to get to this part when you know you're doing bad and the comfort zone for you is just to keep doing the things that you know and deep deep down aren't going to be helping elevate you the comfort zone is just to stay there and when you st- finally start to try to make actions and move toward hanging around people who are more like-minded and more elevational it gets to a point where if you're the weakest link and you're the one who's just to the following, not giving anything to this, this like triad of of people, then you have to really self-evaluate and figure out what is going to make you happy. And if it's something as simple, because like, I know this too, going into business, like not everyone's going to be Mark Zuckerberg. Not everyone's going to be like Bill Gates it's it's not possible. Can everyone make more money? Yes, but it's it's always in a change of mindset. One of my mentors, Sam Ovens, has a, a saying that says, um, it's not about who you were or who you are. It's about who you are becoming. And that is a, such a true statement as far as if you're listening to people around you and you're, you're surrounded by all these friends who are telling you, oh, no, like, why are you starting a YouTube channel? That's dumb. Like, you're weird. I'm like, dude, no one watches that shit anyways. Like, you have to understand that one that's noise that's noise you have to block out because that's not your truth and you know if you want to keep doing it you have to say fuck fuck you and fuck that like i don't care i'm still gonna do it and once you realize you get to a point where you stop caring about what other people think like your one sense of security in yourself and your confidence and your overall happiness within yourself will go way up there and that's a problem that a lot of young people have who are around this age is that we we don't realize how much other people's opinions affect us, whether it be like our behaviors or like actually what we say and do. And having it, it all comes down to that self awareness again, and that comes in part with being empathetic for the other people who might don't might not or don't understand why you're doing the things you're doing to elevate yourself. But that doesn't mean you stop doing what you're doing to elevate. You just understand like, okay, they just don't understand. I'm going to help them later. But you have to get yourself right. Because if you're not getting yourself right, who are you to actually offer this information? It's the same as what I just said. If you're not doing better, how are you going to offer this advice? Because otherwise, it's not advice. It's just your opinion. And at the end of the day, opinions aren't the things that predetermine how or what people are going to do. It comes down to how you yourself value those opinions. And you should never, 
And this is a hard lesson I've had to learn and I had to go through a lot of stuff, especially after this last relationship. There's a lot of hurt. You know, I'm still hurt. But like, does the world fucking stop? No. Does like my business stop running? No. That's that's just because you decide to end a relationship or you both decide to end a relationship doesn't mean that you can just stop doing what you're doing. It that this is where the state of being must meet and coincide with that state of ha- of of happiness. Because if your current state of happiness is getting content, and you're the kind of person like me who wants to constantly drive forward, then you're gonna have to know there's gonna be a lot of lonely times, and you just, you're not gonna you can't complain about. It. You have to know that there's a saying: uh, it's lonely at the top, and I have. I truly understand that, and I'm not even there. Like, I don't think there's ever a fucking top that anyone will ever reach. I think it's an ever omnipresent mountain that we're all trying to climb. Certain people are higher up the mountain than others, but I, that you never reach the peak. It's like an illusion that you're going to reach the peak. And when other people judge you and say that you're working too hard or you're uh, quote-unquote workaholic or you don't know how to live, then I'm not saying that they're saying it for a reason. But you have to understand this reason of being truthful with it. So a good analogy is that when I first started my business, and I actually brought this address up to my mother. My mother, for you guys who don't know, she was born in 1957. She is 61 years old. She has been through some life. She was a single mother of three and a nurse while going through nursing school who was divorced. So she paid with every like her everything herself and on scholarships. She moved back in with her mom when she was 23 to go to nursing school with three children. She's an extremely tough woman and I love her to death. I asked I asked her, and this is a thing that young people don't do, they never ask people who are older than them for advice, which is uncanny and just doesn't make sense to me because these people have lived longer than you. Yes, certain situations of technology might have changed the actual mediums of how the situations and interactions are happening, but it's almost the same basis. And I asked um, um, my mom, like, okay, um, I'm going like through this whole breakup and like everyone's saying you should just like go out and like try to escape, just enjoy yourself. But I really don't want to do that because I don't need a break from what I do because I love what I do. I love recording these podcasts. I love, as weird as it sounds, designing ads because it's not the actual ads that are fun to design. It's it's the impact that I know the the people who are going to see them are going to have. And people who watch my videos will hopefully have, and people who listen to this podcast will hopefully have. And it's just that, that impact and that self-fulfillment is what keeps you going. I don't need a break. I can do this every day. I could, like, I'm completely fine with it. It's when you don't need that break that you have to know, like, okay, for the sake of, if you want to be, if you if your state of happiness involves other people's relationships and other people being in your life and, and having friends and going to parties, and you have to know that, and I took, and I had to understand this too, that. Your work will only be so enjoyable if you don't have anyone to share it with. It takes a while to find the right people who will actually genuinely enjoy you for you and your work so that even when you do have parties, that they're not just for the sense of and sake of just getting drinking alcohol or doing like drugs just to feel good because you feel good all the time. It's going to be actually for a time of celebration and love and like being around those friends. And that's what's the important part. But you have to know that before you get to that core group and the people who are really, really aligned with who you want to be, there's going to be a point where you're going to have to go through this elevation of who the people are around you. And you can't hang around these same high school or college friends forever if you want to actually get to this place where you're completely happy. 
And you have to know that if you stay in this place, you will end up building a resentment and you will start complaining and you yourself will become a worse person off than what you could have been because you're not allowing yourself to go to your full potential because of you're scared of the uncomfortable. Being comfortable in, in new situations is key because it's primal to elevation. So like I listened to Andy Frisilla a few weeks ago and it was literally about the same topic. I, I, drew, I draw a lot of inspiration from what he does and what he says. Same with a lot of people who I look, I admire and look up to as far as how, how, what they've done and their, their mindsets. And he has, well, what I've interpreted it as there's basically three steps that you go through when you're going through this phase of phasing out these old friends and people who aren't with the level where you want to be at or where you're trying to go. You go through this separation, this isolation, and then you finally elevate. So I'm kind of in this step. I've gone through the separation phase especially now since I've just ended the last person who was tied to this quote unquote old version of me, the one who was just getting into business. And now I'm like, I'm a, I'm not a kid trying to play business. I'm a businessman at this point and I'm trying to grow my business. And that transition is hard because like for I've lost relationships literally to get to this point and you will too. It's just part of the game itself. And it's not saying you don't love these people, you don't care about these people, but it's just their lines don't align with yours. And you have to stay true to yourself to get what you want and not listen to the noise, the opinions, the appeasement to try to keep them as your friends. Because at some point, once you separate yourself, you will go through this period of like, damn, I'm alone. It's at this point of isolation that's the most dangerous because this is where people usually make that step backwards. And that step backwards being where they go back to the comfort zone because they're so not used to ever being in this uncomfortable position. And this happens to a lot of like, again, middle-class families or like people who haven't left their block, their neighborhood, their city. And, and even if their family does expose them, they go to the same, it's just their family. It's their, their, their bubble is what their family pays for and allows them to expand it to be. And once you start becoming independent financially, that's when you actually start to really see the world for how you want to see it in your own eyes and interpret it in everything without any noise. It's just you. And that's where the beauty from the isolation comes out. And once you get, get through this hard phase, yesterday I was feeling this. I, was, I really was feeling this. I was kind of down. I was thinking, I was too much in my own emotions thinking about what had happened this whole past week and thinking about what am I going to do in the future that you're, you're not thinking of how, how grateful and how amazing your present is that you get lost in it. And this indecisiveness comes forward and just paralyzes you. Now for me, I knew I just, for me, I just had to get out of the house pretty much. That's what I did. I went and got a, a couple of drinks with a really good friend of mine from work who has a very similar mindset. And we just, I remember at the, we talked for like a good, I'd say a good, three hours, a good, at least a good two, three hours, just about like how we ended up where we are. And his name's Connor. I'm going to have to have him on at some point, uh, but about who, how we got to where we are and just very deep topics that and those are the conversations that you really enjoy having. And that's where you want to go out and, and do, but I haven't like that. Let me just make a point. I, that was the first time that I went out when I'm, I'm dieting and that ends June 15th. So I'm going very, very hard. So I, I basically just set it up in my macros that I knew I was I was feeling this way. So, I mean, when you get kind of anxious and in this mood, you kind of don't eat naturally just because you're not hungry because you're thinking so much. Basically, at the end of the day, when I decided I was going to go out, I looked at my macros and I basically filled up my protein. So I hit my protein, my 200 grams, 700. Uh, it was like 97 carb, 17 fat left to go out, consume alcohol. So 
you have to be, and this is kind of going back in the fitness, but you have to be kind of smart and track track the alcohol in if you want to plan it and it's not go balls to the wall because you're still able to like have a balanced life and do the things you want to do, which is you can't go crazy overboard and lose sight of what you want. So anyways, had a couple of drinks with him and we had a very deep conversation about everything. It was in this conversation actually that brought up to the point to me of instead of doing, just being and my being happy, I realized now is being surrounded by people who are like-minded and like want the same things instead of just being around the same people who you've been around because it's comfortable for you. I realized I, this past week and two weeks, I wasn't living my truth, you know, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, comfortably uncomfortable. That's what VCast Coach is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. That's what I want everyone to realize. And I realized, okay, so this past today, once I'm done recording this podcast and I get it, I get it up. I'm going to be going to um, open house music festival, I want to say. It's like a free like kind of event with a friends that I've, I've never gone out with. And it's it's new. It's exciting because I get to meet a lot of people who, one, work out with the same intensity and mindset that I do and like are in the same goals, but hopefully meet some people who are in this business mindset of, of trying to expand and have the same drive as me. And if you don't meet these people, like... It's not go back to your shell and like don't stay in your house all day. Like you, you go back to your grind, get your work done, always get the work done. But if you have this extra time, don't limit your life, live it. And that's a hard lesson that I had to learn was from going through a lot was to not be so narrow minded and tunnel vision on what you want that you stop living. It's awesome to have visions. And yes, you should put your head down and grind and get what you want. But know that life is long and there's enough time to do the things you want. Don't lose sight of your goals ever. Don't ever lose sight of your goals. And that comes to being surrounded by people who support your goals and don't try to divert you from them. And if you realize you're around these people who aren't aligned with your goals, like you, you realize I don't really want to play Fortnite all day and all your friends do, you maybe just want to read a book, start separating yourself, do it on your own. And then you'll get to a point where it might be three or four weeks and you haven't played Fortnite and it's just been you reading, but you've grown so much from absorbing the knowledge of all these books and this amazing other people's perspectives that you might have the built confidence to go out and explore. You'll have met someone at the library we read at and you guys start talking and then it becomes this flourishment of this relationship, whatever it may be. You've, you've just elevated. You've now have this new group of people and this these awesome experiences that you're all going to have together. And if your goals change again, and hopefully that the current people you're with will evolve with you, that is the end goal. But you have to always make sure that your dreams and your goals are bigger than what you are actually able to execute on. Because having those giant dreams and those giant goals is what really makes people want to be around and, and like love these driven people. But it's remember, it's this and. It's in the and. People don't like you because you're you're funny. People like you because you're funny and you're nice. Girls, they don't like the outside that attracts people, but it's the inside that keeps them. Yes, they like you because you're beautiful, but you, the way that you like laugh, or this, the way that like you're able to just like blow things off, or your work ethic combined with that beauty that makes you beautiful, that makes you truly beautiful. Anyways, I'm gonna end this one out with this. Always be pushing and striving to get the things you want. Don't let the opinions of others derail you from your goals. Constantly be pushing and striving, not just for your goals and your work, but if, if your state of being happy involves these other people and these personal, amazing, fulfilling relationships, then know that that is also a work that you have to put time into. And if you're not willing to go out and enjoy yourself with a social situation, then you're going to have a harder time doing it and you're going to be cheating yourself. So live full, 
work hard. This has been Coach V. And just don't give a fuck. Peace.